It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey everyone, what's going on? That time again. Can you believe it? We are here at the end of October. Two months left in 2023 and then we're looking at 2024 and you know I always like to use this as a way to talk about the different things that happen in our office questions different strategies and talking with clients and the different things that they're wanting to accomplish Uh, obviously there's a lot going on in the world right now we know that all hell broke loose in Israel in uh, at the first of this month and I've been, I've been fielding questions, kind of like we did with the Ukraine situation in 2022. What is the market going to do? How does the market react when we have these world conflicts? And so I want to talk about that. Also, we've got open enrollment going on. There's been two great articles with regards to that, with regards to Medicare. What's right around the corner also for open enrollment is for those of you that are not Medicare eligible and you are taking advantage of the Affordable Care Act, that is coming up here as well. So going to talk about that. And then these two situations, or actually the same situation with two separate clients, has come up just within the last couple of weeks. And I want to talk about and strategize as you go through and you look at these different situations, and uh, yet trying to accomplish the same thing, What is what is the best way to uh, to mitigate the potential tax consequence from doing this. So listen, before I do that, let's make sure we deal with a disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, If you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmatt.com. That's www.speakwithmatt.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30 minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation. So again, very low key, go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. Okay. So let's jump into this. First, let's talk about the different open enrollments. I know earlier I mentioned Medicare, all the advertisements that's going on right now. Uh, we also have Obamacare, Affordable Care Act is coming around the corner. And in many cases, company open enrollments are happening in the fourth quarter with regards to what you are choosing for 2024. And let's, there was a great article in AARP and the Wall Street Journal specifically about Medicare and understanding the different parts of Medicare. The ARP uh, was a great one talking about how Medicare Advantage or Medicare Part C has really, uh, there's been a lot of enrollment into that away from what would be considered traditional Medicare. And I really thought it was a good article 
where it was talking about the pros and the cons of Medicare Advantage. Many of you have heard me before. You know, I interviewed Tom last year, who's a Medicare expert. I'm not the biggest proponent of Medicare Advantage because of the potential restrictions that are available with regards to the network and your service providers, even the locations on where to get those services. I've had uh, clients that have been directly affected by that. This article talked about that. The Wall Street Journal article talked about that. But during this open enrollment, if you are in Medicare Advantage, first of all, you want to make sure that you understand that is a managed plan by whoever the company is that you choose, whether it's United Healthcare, which is through ARP, whether it's Aetna, whether it's Allstate, there's many numerous Cigna, there's all different players out there in there, and they, uh, you want to understand what you have. Many times it's a traditional HMO, you might get some other benefits, dental, drugs, uh, healthcare memberships, things like that. But one of the things to be aware of, especially if it is an HMO, and the Wall Street Journal article last week talked about that, is this particular person was on it. Uh, he ended up needing some care. And the place where he wanted to go and the doctor he wanted to see wasn't in the plan. So that drastically increases his cost to go there and or maybe not, might not be able to go there. The article went on to say that he was under an HMO plan move to a PPO plan during open enrollment, which that's what's going on right now. Open enrollment with regards to Medicare specifically deals with being able to change your Medicare Advantage plan along with your Part D plan, the drug plan, in the event you are on traditional Medicare. Again, traditional Medicare is where it's highly recommended that you pick up a supplement, again, by all of those same players, whether it's United Healthcare, Aetna, Allstate, Cigna, what have you. They all offer the different plans that are going to cover, based on the plan you choose, a certain portion or all of the portion that you are responsible that Medicare doesn't pick up. So I would encourage you to go out there and read that, whether you're coming into the time where you're going to be choosing that or you're already in it, and uh, making sure that am I getting the best uh, of what is available uh, to there. The ARP article actually talked about that we are, that we're coming to a point where there are more people enrolled in the Medicare Advantage plans than the traditional Medicare plan. And one of the things it talked about as to why is that happening is because there is so much advertising in all media sources as it pertains to Medicare Advantage versus traditional Medicare with the supplement. So make sure to check that out in the event that you have questions about that. Please reach out to us, 610-719-3003. That's our line. Schedule a time to talk with me, speakwithmatt.com. More than happy to go through the differences and hopefully be able to advise you on what's going to be best in your situation. Now, the other thing that was just announced real quick with regards to the fact that Social Security is part of Medicare, all administered under one, quote, umbrella, is the COLA next year for Social Security for 2024 has come out to be 3.2%. So when we think about what we have seen over the course of the last three years, this year, 2022, and now 23, we haven't seen that kind of growth or COLA increase in Social Security in years and years, decades. So again, Social Security next year is going up 3.2%. The other thing, let's talk real quick about 
the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. Your open enrollment is coming up. This is where you, you know, healthcare.gov and all the different states now kind of have their own where you're going to go in and look to get a plan and possibly end up getting a subsidy for those premium costs. If you are in the situation where you do not get a subsidy, you will find out it is expensive. It is not cheap. That being said is that if you are going to talk to another health insurance provider, please make sure that the plan that you are talking to them uh, talking to them about is under and approved under the uh, Affordable Care Act and pre-existing conditions are all all done or all taken care of. You don't have to worry about that. You want to make sure, because I've had people come in the office that didn't realize that the plans that they were paying, and most of the time, they are drastically lower in cost. And you know what they say, you get what you pay for. So again, if you're talking, let's say you're going to talk to the Blue Cross Blue Shield or what have you, you want to make sure that if the plan that they are talking to you about, it is under the Affordable Care Act. And last real quick, because I was actually uh, doing this with my son last week, open enrollment for his company. We were going over all of the different benefits, understanding what they were, everything from, of course, healthcare, like what we're talking about now, is their dental, is their vision, short-term disability, long-term disability, what are the options there, what do they pay for, and what is the cost. Many times, especially with regards to disability, is really be looking at that because the reality is there is a much higher probability of having a uh, situation where you are no longer able to work way more than in the event you die where you have life insurance. Again, I've talked about this in the past. Disability insurance, in my opinion, is extremely important. And the earlier you get it, no different than any other insurance uh, the cheaper it is. The older you get, and depending on usually as you get older, you get into those higher earning years, which means you need to have higher coverage. Those premiums can get pretty steep. So again, if you have questions about that, reach out to us at speakwithmat.com. More than happy to go over what that is. Hey everyone, a little interruption. Matt Hausman here. If you would like to speak to me directly, make sure that you know that you can go right to my online calendar speakwithmatt.com. Again, www.speakwithmatt.com. You can either schedule a conference call right there, a Zoom call, or if you'd like to come into the office, feel free to do that. You can also reach us directly at 610-719-3003. All right, everyone, back to the show. So listen, let's talk real quick about the conflicts, especially when we see it's it's very recent, obviously, within the last month. We've had the situation in with Israel and what's the market going to do? And we think about the Russia and Ukraine last year. And the reality is I went back and you guys can do the, the research yourself and you'll find that many investment articles talk about the market has conditioned itself to not be, not overreacting to what those current conflicts are. There was an article that I read in Investopedia, Investopedia the other day specifically talking about over the last few years, markets have been conditioned not to overre- uh, overreact to political and geopolitical shocks for two reasons. First, the belief that there will be no significant subsequent intensification of the initial shock. And second, that central banks have been ready to repress financial 
uh, volatility. So again, you know, the reality is when we look at these situations going back on numerous conflicts over the course, course of the last 30, 40 years, the market, you know, we have seen a downturn, but then we see a recovery uh, as well. And so usually you have to get past that uh, initial, quote, shock to the system, as it mentioned there, but then it's uh, then it has rebounded. And so what I would encourage any of uh, you that have concerns about that, especially in today's environment, because we have now we have, uh, you know, Russia, Ukraine is still going on. We got the situation in, in Israel going on. We also have, you know, we still have high interest rates. And so there, there are a couple different variables that are happening now versus before. Please reach out to me. More than, more than happy to sit down, go over your planning, make sure that you are aware of what the risks that we, that we do have right now, what's the potential if we see a downturn in the market, and make sure you're comfortable with that. More than happy to sit down and go back over that with any clients that are out there. So again, reach out to us, speakwithmat.com, and we can schedule that time. So listen, now what I want to talk about is this situation it's really the same situation that is happening with a client right now, along with someone that just came in and was talking to us about our services just within the last month. And the situation is we have, uh, in both cases, we have a primary resident that uh, is unsold yet. In one situation, we have where they sold some property last year and bought property that now they're looking to build their, quote, dream house on. Uh, the other person is now looking for property. They don't. Their only property they have to sell is their primary. But how can we move into these new locations? What are the taxes that we need to be made aware of? And what strategies should we be considering to mitigate tax obligation, depending on where we take that money from, and or the current interest rate environment, as I just mentioned, uh, mortgages last week reached over 8%. What's going to be the best financing options for us? The first thing I want to talk about, in both situations, the person was talking about or the couple was talking about taking a large sum of money out of their 401k. And I had to explain to them in both cases it is going to be a very, very, very expensive proposition. We're talking about uh, the, the first couple that came in, we're talking about taking out six figures plus out of a 401k slash IRA, all pre-tax. And so uh, they were unaware of that. They actually had came to a workshop I did for the accounting group down in Delaware. They were their clients and they had no idea as to what that tax cost was going to be. And so now we started talking about, okay, if that's going to be the, the case, you sold that property last year, you bought this new piece of land, they're in the process of building right now. And so I just asked them, okay, did you guys do a construction to perm loan? Yes, they did. Do you have any idea? Have you got a lock-in on what that, when it goes perm, what's it going to look like? Have you talked to... Uh, your mortgage advisor, you know, are you doing a 15? Are you doing a 30? And what do those rates look like? Because what's important is, and what their thought process was, hey, listen, we'll go ahead, we're going to build. We know that that loan's going to flip to a perm loan. We'll decide what that looks like. And then after we sell our primary home, we're going to take all of that cash. The reality is they're going to make a good buck and we're going to pay down the mortgage. 
And I had to explain to them, I said, you do realize in doing that because the finance amount going through the construction phase to then the permanent loan is significant, more than their, than what they're going to make on their property up here. And I said, you realize that when that happens, let's say you pay the mortgage down by 50% of the balance, that is not going to relieve you of the cash flow obligation of that mortgage. You really want to understand closed-end mortgages. And just in paying down the balance does not decrease the payment in 9 out of 10 mortgages. The second thing is they thought about to further drive down the mortgage balance was to take a big chunk out of the 401k. And I had to explain to them that in doing that, even with where interest rates are today at a little over 8%, it was going to cost them 33 plus percent to yank that kind of money out of the 401k. And when that happens, you got to pay Uncle Sam today versus paying Bank of America 8% in a mortgage payment. So we talked about what are some other strategies to consider? Well, one could be as a way that it can adjust or decrease your mortgage payment would be to flip out of that perm loan, that 30-year fix, let's say, after you've paid that balance down and refi that into a home equity line of credit because those are open-ended loan instruments and you have a lot more flexibility based on the outstanding balance as to what your payment is. That could be a way that as you pay that down, you actually see a decrease in cash flow obligation. That's one strategy to look at where you're not having to yank big sums of money out of your 401k or IRA and have that tax it. The other thing could be is let's say that they're just going to, you know, they are going to do that, but they don't want to go through the process of getting a HELOC. All right, well, then now just take out money out of your 401k to help make that mortgage payment. And then with the other forms of income, they're looking to retire. You know, we have pension, we have social security income, you know, one of them might work a little bit longer. Then, uh, then that is a, a viable way to continue that. But you want to be aware in going into that permanent loan situation and what that cash flow obligation is going to be. In this case, it was going to be significant. What is the best way to mitigate what that is, decrease what that payment is on the mortgage, while also mitigating and not creating an undue tax obligation, considering that's the only place to take take the money from. Now, the other situation is the client is like, hey, listen, I, I know I'm going to need to put a good chunk of money down so I can have a low mortgage balance and a low mortgage payment, especially with where rates are today. And what I had to explain to him, to him is that, hey, listen, you're going to take out six figures. So for you to get, get your hands on about a hundred grand, your tax cost on that is going to be about $36,000. So again, where your money is and how you're going to access it and spend it, you want to understand, be looking at every option out there to mitigate what that tax cost is. Uh, in this situation, there isn't one. And I, my comment was, hey, listen, I think right now you're going to be better off in not having that great tax hit. Have the higher mortgage payment. We'll just distribute money to you. It's not going to be that 30-some plus percent cost. Plus, in the event you do that, you do realize this person is on Medicare. When they see that tax return in two years, your Medicare payment's jumping over 450 bucks a month compared to right now, it's a little over 160. 
So again, understanding all of those situations or everything surrounding those big withdrawals is extremely important. So listen, everyone, I know this is a quick one. If you have any questions or scenarios that you want me to address on the show, or if you just want to talk to me personally, reach out to me, speakwithmatt.com or 610-719-3003, and uh, be more than happy to talk to you or address something on the show to help everyone else out there. So listen, everyone, that's all I've got. Everybody take care. We'll talk soon.